thank you for joining us here on Changing Variables. Why do bad things happen? My view so far. God did not make humans bad. However, he gave us the beautiful, liberating, but weighty gift of free will. It is desirable on its face, but has the potential to be infinitely repercussive in ways that are impossible for us to comprehend. Like a rock thrown into a pond, though the ripples can only be seen for a limited period of time, the effects continue. Beneath the surface, the rock continues downward as it complies with the law of gravity, striking whatever may be in its path. As it hits the bottom, fish may scatter and other creatures be displaced. Sediment is pushed up and what may be an otherwise clear pond begins to experience many unseen and unnecessary ripple effects of an action that only focused on a desired momentary result. This lack of foresight or attempt to consider it is what I like to call the sin of now. It's one that we all are in some way guilty of. The last drink before getting into the car to drive home, the decision to text and drive, to deny someone a raise due to personal feelings, or to not leave a tip because the waiter wasn't as helpful as you wanted them to be on a crowded shorthanded night, deciding to forego giving to a charity because you would not be able to hear the applause of others as they announced your generous donation at the fundraising gala council due to COVID. Every one of these actions has a delayed reaction. Some would say an equal and opposite reaction. Unfortunately, that one-to-one -one ratio exists only if we're lucky. As quiet as it's kept, everything we do has an effect on others. The fallout is often unfortunately hidden. That is, until we look. And let's face it, that's not much fun in this day and time. It's not fast enough of an endeavor to tempt many, and the possible call to action that may result is only understood or desired by a few. It is this lack of consideration, the focus on the eye, that causes the most damage in society. The moment that anyone in a position of responsibility refuses to consider the long game when making decisions that affect others, it will most likely set into motion a seemingly endless string of events that may not be good. Be sure, just because we don't see the dominoes that fall after the first one, it in no way means the others don't fall. Not too long ago, there were a series of airplane crashes that were allegedly caused by the failure of a manufacturing company to replace a part on their large capacity planes. Most likely, this decision was made by one or a small number of individuals. The immediate scene results were that their bottom line remained unaffected. Many of those who were in charge of maintaining the planes were said to have sounded the alarm, but were told in so many words to let it go. The first unseen domino that fell was most certainly the decrease of trust and respect the company incurred within as it pushed this policy forward. Odds are that these people began to tell those in their immediate circle what was going on, furthering the unseen branding damage and perhaps starting the descent of profits as they and other informed people began to ask questions in choosing other travel arrangements. As more people began to ring the alarm, there were probably pushbacks from the company, various punitive actions against those who would not go along with the program, possibly taking money out of responsible hands 
that would have been used to meet the needs of their family and the economy itself, pushing down new sets of non-corporate, familial, and societal dominoes. Lastly, the failure of those parts began to occur, and hundreds of individual families, friends, companies, governments, judicial systems, and the company itself began to experience the undeniable culminating effect of the one domino allowed to fall in the purview of a few. No one can deny the end result was and is nothing less than devastating. And in hindsight, the decision to forego repair and or replacement, evil, though perhaps not meant to be. Arthur C.S. Lewis said, evil comes from the abuse of free will. In this case, I couldn't agree more. It is too simplistic to say that the reason bad things happen is because of individual general selfishness and negligence on the part of corporations. So let's complete the picture by using the following metaphor. Here we go. Life is like a football game. Not everyone gets to play. Some don't have the ability. Others get cut in various ways. Some resign themselves to the bleachers or just don't show up. Then you've got the quitters, the ones who don't study the playbook and think they will get by on look, money, talent, or simply will pick it up as they go. And then you've got the well-intentioned but hard-pressed, those who are legacy and have been taught by veterans in their immediate circle. And then finally, we have those who by choice and the grace of God do what is required and give it their best, alongside the aforementioned and the ones who play for any number of reasons except the right one. Finally, we have those who by choice and the grace of God do what is required and give it their best alongside the aforementioned and the ones who play for any number of reasons except the right one and therefore can be bought off, tempted to switch sides and or betray their teammate for the promise of a little shine time. Unfortunately, when things go wrong in our lives, far too often the first person that gets the blame is the coach, owner slash manager even though he has provided everything needed to win. The equipment is top of the line, the assistant coaches stellar, and the playbooks fail-proof for the offense, defense, and special teams. Even impartial and fair refs have been provided. Somehow, many of us have come to the idea that the coach should personally take the loss for every offside, delay of game, or technical that he somehow should step in and prevent every clip, unsportsmanlike action, especially unnecessary roughness and ruined play, that he should automatically cut every hothead, inconsistent slacker, trash talker, and ball hog with Hollywood ambitions. That's just not how the game goes. The guy with the most issues may be the clutch man. The solid all-around player may be set up by an envious teammate who steps to the side to let him get hit. Others may be put out of commission due to unchecked stressors, cheaters, or because they see the field too well and realize how difficult the season is going to be as they stand up, look down the line, and call to their teammates to adjust. Let's face it, we don't give the old guard, those who have played the game and won, enough respect or place in our lives until they pass away. And then we look to others to tell us in books or documentaries the lesson they learned during their time. So much is lost, and often like the civilizations that burn down the libraries of their conquered, we end up having to learn afresh lessons or discover truths that others had mastered or were in the process of mastering. Too many uncontrollable variables due to the institution of free will and the nature of the game can cause chaos in and of itself. 
Now, the nature of the game is that everyone is going to get hit. Even if you're the kicker, you have to make sure you're in good enough shape to take the shot that is inevitably going to come. And let's be clear, this stadium is an old school stadium. It rains, it snows, it hails, and the sun can often blind. You may lose your footing, come up with a mask full of grass, get a few teeth knocked out, and look like you've been in a fight with a pig in its home territory as blood drips down the side of your face, arm, or leg. We all have to deal. Vince Lombardi said in a series of quotes, People who work together win. Football is like life. It requires perseverance, hard work, and sacrifice. Individual commitment to a group effort. That is what makes a team work. God himself echoed the sentiment when he spoke concerning the Tower of Babel. Genesis 11.1 At first, the people of the whole world had only one language and used the same words. Genesis 11.6 Then the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which those men had built, and he said, Now then, these are all one people, and they speak one language. This is just the beginning of what they are going to do. Soon, they will be able to do anything they want. We are in a time now where we are as close to this state as we have ever been before and could accomplish so much, but we can't stop fighting, misusing, and undercutting each other long enough to win a game, let alone a season. And you're on a team, whether you want to be or not. So be a part of the solution and not another obstacle that someone has to jump over, spin around, fake out, or run through to gain ground. Perhaps the question is not why bad things happen, but whose side are you on and are you okay with that? This is the end of today's podcast. Thank you for joining us here on Changing Variables. If you would like to add to the conversation, please visit us on Twitter at Changing Variables. Good day and good night. And remember, whatever you do, make it count.